1: To uh, Hughes. Now, his manager has come out and been quoted on this. So this isn't just... uh, I mean, maybe the the time of how long the contract he wants. um, But Jerome Hughes has reportedly been come out and he's pursuing a six-year deal with Melbourne with the Dolphins apparently chasing him. Now, I want to get... So give me your thoughts on... And he just re-signed last year. Give me your thoughts on this.
0: Well, I think this is this manager's... uh, Super Bowl just quietly this is perfect situation for him Hughes obviously becoming a champion seven now game over the last few years won a comp he's done it all Melbourne have a heap of guys leaving there's a heap of money there there's a new club coming in they need a marquee player. if I was Jerome Hughes's manager this is just Disneyland for me this is perfect and I'm sure there'll be a lot more noise coming out of Hughes's camp um, six-year deal it's a long time though. Yep. It is a long time Six years um, Just confirming that
1: his manager Is quoted in the article So Okay he is yeah. yeah
0: So what, what is his
1: manager yeah. Jerome. It Jerome is looking to secure his future And we're hoping to revise his current deal The storm in the box seat To keep Jerome Given he's already contracted He's happy the storm But if we can't get a long term deal We'll look at the open market The Dolphins are a genuine option But Melbourne have the advantage See look I totally understand Where his manager's coming from mm. But I don't like this I don't like this. I don't like when clubs do it, and I don't like when managers do it. You know, the Storm just re-signed him. Apparently, he's on six to 700K. It's not a small deal. He's not taking unders. And, I, I don't, and then look, when you, when you look at it in a vacuum, he is just doing what is best for his client. And mm. Hughes is just doing what's best for himself. So I cannot knock that. But I, I just don't like it, man. Like, you just re-signed. And I understand the timing of it all because they haven't locked Munster up yet. And he's kind of, not uh, everything you just said, but also he's saying, I better put my hat in the ring whilst there's money there because if if I don't, Munster's going to get this massive deal. There's going to be no money left for Hughes. So so I understand all the motives from Hughes' Hughes's manager, but it's, it's kind of the public side of it. Like surely this can be handled privately with the Storm and you can say the same things privately to them.
0: You know what I mean? This is another thing that... You haven't tend to see in Melbourne for a long mm. time. Yeah. It's just another thing that I think 10 years ago this this wouldn't have happened. Totally. And obviously they are in a different situation where they don't have the big three now. Um, I you feel a bit for the Storm here though. Like I feel a bit like they they gave Hughes a crack
1: when no would. He's on a big contract now. They've developed him into one of the best players in the NRL. And now they're kind of getting publicly positioned by a manager. I just... I'm sure there's plenty of things the Storm have done that to players that I don't know about, but I don't know. I just feel sorry for the Storm. I, I think this thing is a bit unfair. Yeah, for sure,
0: but it's, it's not business. always a fair game. Yeah, business is it. business. And if I was Hughes' manager, I'd be doing everything I possibly could. Even on the, like right the pub- pub- public side of things, I just, fuck.
1: Doesn't sit right with me, and it, and you know what? It doesn't sit right with me when clubs do this kind of shit, where there's all these leaked articles about wanting to move a player on, yeah. But then they go yeah. to the player and they say, "No, we don't want to move you on," even though they're trying to move you on. Don't forget as well. Wasn't it just a couple of months ago where Hughes' manager said they're not going to
0: stay with Storm. They're not going to take up. The yeah, option? yeah,
1: that's another thing. So he yeah. basically came out publicly and said, "We're he not taking Elston." Yeah. He knows what he's doing, yeah. but I just I it's not.
0: Yeah. It's not good form. But it's not good form.
1: I don't yeah. like it. I, I, and, and, and I just, I don't like it when clubs do it and I don't like it when players do it. I think, if put it this way, if that was my manager, I, you know, it's very different when you're younger. Like when I, when I had a manager, like it felt like I worked for him. It didn't feel like he worked for me because they're much older than you. So they have yeah. this kind of automatic respect. But looking back on it now, if I was in that position, I would be saying to the manager, bro, like, totally respect what you're
0: doing. Can we keep this in-house until we need to... Can I ask you if the Dolphins are keen on signing him? Would you, if you were the Dolphins, would you? Has Hughes stepped out of the worries that he's a Melbourne halfback? Is he going to be a successful half? I know that's probably an unpopular opinion, but just putting it out there: is he a guy that if you sign to be your seventh to start your franchise with, you'd be confident you're going to get the same football as you are in Melbourne? I think you'd
1: get high quality
0: football. Yeah, but when a marquee signing is signed, it's about much more than rugby
1: league and. With a guy like Hughes, has he stepped out as a marquee signing? Um, look, if look, if there's no if there's let's say Ponger's off the market, Reese Walsh is off the market. Like, I'd, I'd even consider signing him before Reese Walsh. That I would consider it because I just think that although Reese Walsh has played some great footy, we've seen Hughes win premierships yeah. um, and play well in premiership games and finals games. Um, the the interesting thing is though, is that I think what you're asking me in a roundabout way is, would you pay a million dollars for him?
0: Yeah, to some extent, which is probably what, I mean, by That's the way the guy's is. wheeling and dealing here, you probably I don't think
1: that. the Dolphins are going to pay a million dollars for him. <laughs> I I think he's a, a good 750, 800K player. Now, I know that some people will say, look, how could he not be worth a million dollars? He's won premierships. He's one of the best sevens in the game. Um, but I think that million dollar tag, like, fuck, it's, you've got to do it, like, there's got to be, it's the whole package for a million bucks.
0: I would say, too, if I was the Dolphins, and this will probably be unpopular, if I signed Hughes, I wouldn't completely stop my hunt for a halfback either. Mm, I would okay. consider playing him at one. Okay. I, I I still think the way that he plays would just be so suited to fullback. I think he'd still be a star there. Um, yeah, it's an interesting one, Hughes. I mean, we, we've seen other guys leave that system. Some have done well. Some haven't. Yeah. Mm. Um, i think it'd be a bit of a gamble to start a franchise and if you are the dolphins and the managers acting this way with melbourne is that a red flag to you as well as the dolphins yeah
1: it's true and also if if you're the dolphins trying to keep it in house um yeah it's it's really interesting very very uh
0: and i also feel for hughes because you know he's not this sort of guy oh 100 like Hughes Hughes is in a
1: rock between a rock and a hard place like what? What does he do? Not try to get a big contract for himself? Of course he's
0: going to. He's got. He's twenty-seven years old, and he didn't have the first six years of big contracts. Yeah, so like he this came is his, late. So yeah. Hughes has got to do the best thing by absolutely.
1: Hughes. Yeah. Like it's 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 not his job to handle negotiations. That's why managers are are, uh, are hired, yeah. and players are, essentially have to trust their managers that they're professionals, and this is what they do. Now, then, his manager is um, very ballsy. Very ballsy. But who knows? It could pay off. Who knows? Maybe, maybe this does force the Melbourne Storm to take pause and go to Munster and knock off 100 or 200K off his contract and give it to Hughes. You know, maybe that's the play that um, his manager's making. And, and it might be a good play. It's just the optics of it all. I just, I don't know.
0: Is there a world where you can see more than one of Hughes, Munster or Grant leaving? I can see Munster leaving. Yeah, I can see Munster leaving. But if Munster leaves, are you confident then they lock up Hughes and Grant? I can also see Grant leaving.
1: Because I just think Munster, Grant and Munster, it's going to sound weird, but they're like Queenslanders. Like they want to live in Queensland. Like I know, well, I don't know, but Grant's like a surfy kind of dude. He loves that lifestyle. (laughs) And so I just think that if you're a guy like Harry Grant, that literally could get signed by any club. Like Harry Grant's the one player where you'd start moving people on to get him at your club. Any, any club Like I would even argue Like The Roosters And I know they just signed Cheese
0: I, I would I've said it before I would rather have Grant than Cheese As my hooker
1: As a, as a hooker As a hooker But I'd rather have Cheese As a 13 Than Grant 100%. as a 13 Yes Um yeah, it's, it's really interesting. I, I'm fully not, not fully sold on that because I do believe Brandon played better last year than Grant did at nine, but I do see your point of like when you look at the longevity of like uh, an, a specialised hooker that can lay a platform but
0: also have great ball running, like I totally see where you're coming from.
1: If you were the Dolphins
0: and you could get Munster for a million, Grant for a million or Hughes for $750. i would go Munster. Munster. Yeah, yeah.
1: for sure. He's a he's a marquee signing. He's you know won multi, what three or four premierships now. Yeah. Uh, he's led Queensland to glory. Like you can't get any bigger than what Munster has done. His debut for Queensland was incredible. Um, yeah, I would be going Munster for a million. And also he has that off field persona that people do love. Yeah. Um, Hughes for me 750, 800 k. If I'm if I'm the doggies, he's nine hundred k. If I'm the tigers, you know he's about nine hundred k. Uh, but it's really interesting. I wonder. Oh, it's
0: we just. I, I don't. Maybe we have. I just don't feel like we've ever seen this at the Storm. I really? Oh, don't. I would be worried about Hughes if he didn't go to a a team with a top five or six coach. Yeah. Okay. To be honest with you, okay. not not worried like it's going to be a train wreck, but I just think there would be a bit of a regression if he wasn't with a Robinson and my, and, and that's really nothing against Hughes. That's the vast majority of players. Mm. Well, yeah, just, we just don't have the information. We yeah, exactly. Just, yep. know,
1: we, we don't know. And also, because the game has been you know, cancelled internationally, we haven't been able to see him internationally either. I think that would be a really good indication as yep. to what he can do outside of the Storm system. I think he would go really well.
0: I mean, uh, in saying that, mate, I was watching the All-Stars game the other night thinking, fuck,
1: if this team had Hughes. Oh, fuck. Yeah. It's interesting. It, it, Hughes is such a... He's, he's, only, he's in his own
0: lane. Yep. Well, yeah. Well, I, I was saying the other day on my podcast... Who has there been before that's like Hughes? Yeah, for sure. Like no one. We, we've seen Lockie go from one to fullback. We've seen a few guys do that, but one to seven and become a premiership winning seven. You know how hard it is to be a seven in the NRL, let alone be a premiership yep. winning seven? Yeah. And Hughes is, mate, Hughes did it in 18 months.
1: Crazy. Being in like...
0: He was chucked in two weeks before the finals <laughs> in, I think, 2019. Yeah. And they said, You're a candy fullback who four clubs have passed on. Yeah. Be our seven.
1: Is incredible. And he's he's like last year's form, he's top five in the game, in my opinion. And his stats were kind of close to Nathan Cleary.
0: Well, uh, David Middleton named his top five players of last year if you were sure and Hughes was in it. Yeah. Hughes was the only guy that was in it who didn't make the team of the year because Cleary was the seven, but yep. he still made the top five, which is a very impressive knock.
1: Absolutely. Uh, Hughes is yeah, he's a gun, man. And and the Imagine having to defend against a player like Hughes. How do you defend that? He's strong. He's powerful. He's fast. He can ball play now. His short-kicking game is phenomenal. He, Yeah, he is, he's a weapon. He's an absolute weapon. So, yeah, he's in an interesting spot. I wonder, you know, they say the Dolphins are chasing him, but, I, again, I can only see the Dolphins looking at around the 700 to 800 mark, which is probably what he's already on at the Storm, I'd assume. Um but fair play to him if he can get that six year deal, fucking oath, good
0: on him. And in saying that, I would say the Dolphins are chasing a lot of people. Yeah, for sure. I wouldn't say for to sure. be a short list. It's hard to build a squad. Um, so yeah. Yeah, interesting times.
1: I mean, it's <laughs> if he gets the deal, his manager should get a beer cut because he's done his work. Hundred percent. Wow, he's gone out on a. Oh, he's hit.
0: nailing his role.
1: Yeah, his role to. <coughs> Yeah, very
0: interesting. He's too. arguably doing his job better than what Hughes might be doing at Melbourne, which is crazy to think about. <laughs> it's almost – it's also also we like – I just spoke about him for 15 minutes. Yeah, He exactly. said about six words. And it's almost like a
1: dog whistle to other clubs of, you're interested, come have a look, come yep. speak to me. He doesn't come available to the end of this year, I think. No, but as in they can, he can sign November 1st this year, correct? Because um, he, he already – what's crazy – is he has already six months or three months ago said I don't want that option in the end. Oh, fuck the balls. Like that option is 2024. Yes. And they and they execu- they executed their right not to take it already.
0: Mate, to be honest, the, the- the manager's probably filthy that there's been so much other stuff going on in Melbourne over the last few months. Yeah. It probably hasn't got as much airtime as what it should have yeah. because everyone else has been leaving. Like their so.
1: premiership winning half two years before his option said, I'm not taking it. Even though he signed it like what it would have been like six months before that. Yep. <laughs> it's fucking wild. But then
0: Bromwich leaves, Kofusi leaves, Finucane leaves, Hines leaves. And it's just... it. The the narrative is... It, it's just a sideshow at the moment, but it'll get real soon.
1: Yeah, it'll get real. Interesting. I mean, the Storm, they're just... But they will get through this, absolutely. But I tell you what, one of the toughest challenges they face—they just got so much going on that we've never experienced before. Um, but Bellamy's the goat, you know, if not the goat, he's one of the. Oh, Bellamy is the greatest player developer of all time.
0: Yeah, I don't think there's any argument there.
1: And so, if anyone can get through this this period of having to develop players, it's the greatest player developer of all time, and also the system around them
0: you, you think about how hard it is to find a good halfback in rugby league he may he's turned, but who was the halfback before yeah yeah Cooper Cronk arrived as a winger
1: crazy absolutely wild absolutely wild they'll they'll definitely get through it and I think it'll just be you know just be another example of this incredible organization Mate, like they
0: also i mean you look at the guy before that was Matt Orford they developed him to a point where he could go to manly yeah. And win a Dally M and win a premiership there only two years after leaving. Yeah, that's like. so
1: true, so true. So I'm, I'm really interested to see what the Storm do. Because, like, if you want an example of what to do when you become so great that the new and then the new generation of athletes come through with a new type of manager, uh, I can't wait to see how they get there. Because one thing I'm sure of, well, not sure of, but as sure as I can be, is they will pull through this. Like I don't know how I don't know how they'll do it. Any other club, this would bring them to their knees, I reckon. All this shit that has happened, all the players they're losing, Storm will pull through it. Um, now, Mal Inger has said the Australian captaincy is between Cleary, Teddy, Murray, and DCE. Really interesting that he mentioned DCE because you would assume Cleary has and you would assume Cleary has his
0: spot for the next year. What What are your thoughts on this? Uh, for me, Tedesco is the standout. Mm. I and yeah, I agree with you. I don't have DCE. Um, in my Aussie team, I I remember watching after that, that because the last game Australia played was the loss to Tonga, mm. and I remember I put on mainstream after that like is this potentially the last game D C E will play? Because I thought Cleary was about to really kick on. Took Cleary another eighteen months or so, and um, as as luck would have it with COVID, D C E hasn't got to play another game for the Kangaroos. But that's only because of COVID. I just, I can't see a world where I get DCE. Like, you couldn't even play him. Do in you think six. he's
1: saying that more out of respect? Oh, I think
0: so, because it is still his job. He hasn't officially lost it. Yeah. It's not like DCE has gone to shit over the last two years. No, not at eight, all. I mean, he won an Origin series mm. a year ago, 18 months ago, whatever it was, that he couldn't win, essentially. You
1: know, and, like, Tommy was great, but they needed DCE to lead them to yep. that crazy run they went on.
0: And, you know, I would pick Cleary as my seven, mm. but if you pick DCE, I. Not a heap changes. So mm. I still think the team would be fine. Uh, so I,
1: I, I, I'd, I'd probably disagree. Like I think you need Cleary at seven. He's so undeniable for me. Oh, yeah.
0: No, no. He's undeniable. But I think that if you put DC... Like, the kangaroo side's going to be pretty damn handy yeah. as it is. I still think that they'd be okay with DC. Yeah. I'm picking okay. Cleary every day of the week. Don't mm. get me wrong. But, uh, yeah. I, I think it's out of respect that he's got DCE there. I think Murray and Cleary, they would be my red-hot favourites to be the captains after Tedesco. Yeah. I, just, I was just watching what Teddy did last year, what he's done in the Origin Arena. He just, at worst, you're going to get an 8 out of 10 out of Teddy. Yeah, I, just, I, I
1: would basically be putting Teddy as captain and openly saying the plan is for you to hand this off in two or three years. Yeah. Like, or, you know, who knows? Teddy could play for another six years and kill it. But just putting that in his head and saying, like, you're the captain, I want you to mould these young fellas so that when you do pass the torch... Murray yeah. and Cleary are ready to go because like Murray and Cleary will be mainstays I think in that, that well they already are yeah, for me. yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, but yeah I think James Tedesco deserves the job I think he's done incredibly well at the Chooks he's been great for New South Wales um, I was a little bit surprised when he got named as New South Wales captain I thought they'd go Jake Turoibich originally yeah, okay. when it first happened uh, but mate, for me Teddy hasn't put a foot wrong he's been fantastic in every game he's played he was M captain of the year last year mm running around with, you know, half a rooster side, they finished fifth. Yeah, it's crazy. He just kept adding more and more to his game, taking <laughs> yeah. on more and more responsibility. Turned into a 5'8", really. I mean, he really did turn into a five eight, yeah. and he was, you know, he I, I would have never said before, oh, you could shift Teddy to five 5'8". Yeah, Most nah, fullbacks, took- I think you can. Teddy, I never did until last nah,
1: year. I totally agree. Like, I was like, Teddy's a, one of the best ball-running ones we've ever seen. Like, yeah. I wouldn't look at him as a ball-playing fullback, yeah. even though he can catch and pass, but... You know, but if you would
0: have said to me 18 months ago, geez, I rate Teddy's catch and pass in his short kicking game. Yeah, I would have true. said you haven't watched him play. Yeah. He doesn't do that.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure.
0: Whereas now he's I yeah, I, I, I personally think if you're not having Teddy, I I don't think you've been watching the game yeah. the
1: last two years. Uh now Andrew Johns has said he will never be coach in the NRL. Uh, so Matty Johns has come out and he's pushed it quite hard that Joey should become a head coach because he believes that you know how happy he looks when he's on the The footy field and his coaching. So, I mean, we don't know whether it's a g up or it's uh, legit. What I will say though is, let's say Joey did want to coach, and he clearly doesn't want to coach. But if he did, you at least got to give it a crack, like because he is. Could you
0: tell me a bit of footy brain? No, no. But I, I I personally think Maddie's just taking the piss. Taking the piss. I think Maddie said it, walked away, giggled to himself, got on his phone, and said, "Fuck! I just got you with a ripper. You're going to be in for it here." Yeah. Mate, I I see Joey around the eastern suburbs. <laughs> he's going for a surf. He's he's with his young bloke. Living when he drives up to Newcastle twice a week, yeah. to help out with halves. Why on earth would he possibly want to go into coaching? Yeah, I just it'd be great if he did, but I just if the stress that comes with it. I just don't think it's up. And mate, yeah. I don't know if the players would be able to handle Joey. To be honest with you, do you yeah. imagine some of the stuff he would say and do?
1: And he would need to go to an already elite side because, yeah. like, he's so elite that it would be hard to get guys that aren't as good as him to go on that level.
0: Uh, yeah, and especially when you first coach, that doesn't always translate being a great brain. To I mean, we look at when Freddie took over the Roosters, he really struggled there. He's now come out the other side for the Blues and done well. But I would, uh, I, I, personally, I think coaching an NRL side is a million times harder than coaching a state side. Oh, for sure. The
1: yeah. week-in, week-out Week-in, week-out Yeah, as I it's said, if he was keen on it, I th- I would be like 100% give it a crack. If there's anyone qualified to give coaching a crack, I don't mean step into a head coaching NRL role. I mean, you know, start younger grades, build up, see how you go. Um, but if he even has an inkling of not wanting to do it, just enjoy your life. You don't need that shit.
0: He, he could, I said to you before, he could be a career assistant. Yeah. He would be the favorite bloke in every single room. I would be hesitant as a head coach to bring Joey in Because of his influence. Because he's sure. the guy now.
1: Absolutely. That's what we spoke about in the Hello Sport uh, podcast last week with the Dirty Merger podcast was like, how do you, when Joey goes, this is what we need to do, how do you go, nah, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't reckon we should How go many do sugars that. in your coffee? I'll yeah. grab it for you. You kind of just got to go, you know what? That's what we do now.
0: Yeah, that's, that's, I, I could never bring him in as an assistant. No tough way. And the crazy thing is, is,
1: like even though Joey is one of the goats, I'm sure there are things that he says that are incorrect, like, yeah. like any human being. But you couldn't say no because you'd be like... Well,
0: but the, the, the thing with Joey is, no matter who your head coach is, he's got the best football brain. And yeah. then the boys will go out for a beer after and he'll win them over there yeah, as well. Yeah, so and just, true. just, you can't...
1: You're never going to win that you're battle. You're never going to win it. You're, you're almost got to put yourself as a bad cop and just, that's, yeah. you're the bad cop. You're the yeah. bad cop. Um, but if it was a G-up, it's one of the great G-ups of all time by Matty by Johns. One of the best. He's just created this narrative out of nowhere. Um, he seemed authentic when he was saying it to me on the show last week, Morning Glory with Matty Johns. Uh, make sure to subscribe to that on... Uh, Spotify and Apple so we do the show live on SEN from 9 till 12 and then you can listen to it pretty much straight away after the show finishes on Apple and Spotify and all good podcasting apps don't think I'm on this week but I'll be on the next week rotating each second week um, but yeah great get great get if uh, he has stitched up the whole media side of the NRL and Joey's like calling Maddie, going are you fucking serious bro what are you doing and maybe like, play innocent and he'd be like what are you talking about I just think you'd be a good coach bro and he's, Joey's getting peppered by phone calls of like, oh, you're going to be head coach, are you? Um, oh, Mate, it's a perfect narrative for Matty. Oh, I, I think it's a, yeah. it's a great get. Uh, I, I
0: don't know Joey from a bar of soap, but as soon as I saw it, I was so confident that Andrew would be sitting there going, not a fucking <laughs> hope in hell. <laughs> why would I dream. do that to myself?
1: Yeah, oh, absolutely. Doesn't need to, you know, he'll always have a place in media because he's a goat. Yeah. Like you don't, yeah, why would you? Um, Now, Dylan Brown extends. He takes a player option that he had in his contract till 2023. Uh, I think there was a cool guy clause in there. So surely there had to be. You had to reach a level of coolness for that option to activate. And I think he reached that before he was even born because that's how cool he is. Like, that's how cool the Cool that cat guy. Dylan Brown. Man, he's the coolest guy going around. Uh, what's funny is the Parry Hills social media has picked up on it. Like, they wrote, in, I think Love they that. wrote in there, like, uh, Mr. Cool Guy or something like that. He's a cool guy, though. He's a he's a he's hard he's hard not to like because he's so cool. Uh, I, I thought
0: that. I haven't even watched him play footy. I've just kept an eye on his Instagram. Absolutely. Man, just, he is.
1: I didn't even know he played in a role. I'd just follow him on Insta. He's the fucking coolest guy ever. Um, what was interesting is the stat that. So. Of 15 games and over. So, the random yeah, NRL random sta- stats guy, random stats guy on Instagram, great follow. Worth great follow. follow. Yep. Talk about pub ammo that you can just pepper your mates with and just be like, see this big dick of facts I got? Got them from fucking random facts guy. Random <laughs> facts guy has extended the length of men's dicks all around the country. What a fucking service to the nation, random facts guy like everyone's dicks get bigger like when you're at a table and like you're just talking about footy and you can hit him with do you know dylan brown has the only player to have over 90 percent tackle
0: efficiency out of any outside back rated over 15 games you hit someone with that your dick grows i had him on my podcast last year and some of the stuff he comes out with so cool i, I, I said him, i go fuck that must have been a deep rabbit hole and he just sort of went you don't want to know oh you fuck do how not good. want to know we'll so. have to
1: get the the dick extender on here <laughs> um and hear about how he comes up with a stats. So we might try to organise that in the new season. But yeah, what's was really interesting. So Dylan Brown, random stats guy measured all outside backs that played 15 games or more, which I think is a fair number. Like anything less than 15 games isn't really a whole season, in my opinion. I think like 10, like, I think 15 games is a good good amount. Um, Dylan Brown is the only outside back to have more than 90% tackle efficiency. That is such a good stat of a high-quality defender. I can't even begin to express it. And he's only like 20 years old, 21.
0: Are you surprised in the slightest though?
1: Not at all. Personally, no way. I'm not.
0: We've been saying this for weeks.
1: Yeah, yeah. And what's crazy is like even with that stat, some people were commenting like, yeah, but it's, you know he's a shit attacker, this, stat, And I'm like, bro, there's two games, there's two sides to the game, attack and defense. If, we, if you have a gun attacker that's a terrible defender, you pepper him for being a terrible defender. Whereas, like, Dylan Brown isn't a bad attacker. He just doesn't have 10 million trices. So I think this is a great re-signing. I think it's great for both parties because if Dylan Brown doesn't kick on and he turns into just a defensive uh, six and they need something
0: more attacking, it's only two years. If he does kick on, he gets the big contract that he wants. You know, the other thing is about that um, tackle efficiency is that also whenever someone else screws up in the defensive line – and Dylan Brown is the last guy at the end. He normally misses a tackle at the end because mm. it's one-on-one and he's the last line. Whenever he makes it, we turn it into big highlights and everything. But you watch every time Parramatta score down his edge, he is always the last guy or he's the one yeah. keeping them f- from going under the sticks essentially. Yep, like sure. It's such an impressive stat. If it, if that doesn't impress you, <laughs> I can't help you. Oh, yeah. I cannot. You
1: don't like the cool guy. You don't like, cool you don't guys. like the cool guy. You've got yep. issues with cool people if you don't like that stat. Uh, so the average worked out to be, for his season, 26 tackles a game and only one miss. As a half. Do you know how hard that is? He has out, like, when you talk about the hardest ball runners, it's wide running forwards. Because they've got footwork and they're fucking huge. One miss a game? It's incredible. So I think this is perfect for both parties. If Dylan Brown doesn't turn out to be the player he is, then the, the Eels can, you know, they don't, they're not locked into a five-year deal. Uh, at the same time, if Dylan Brown does turn into player he we think he's going to be, from a player's perspective, he'll get massive offers from other clubs. and to be to be totally honest, I think he would have already got massive offers from other clubs. I think there are plenty of other clubs that look at a guy like Dylan Brown and would throw five six hundred K at him.
0: you could see the ability that he has when he first came onto the scene. he's maturing. I just you you don't you don't lose the skill set that he had. Yeah, no it's all just about, getting him confident enough to use yeah. it. And I would also argue the way that Parramatta play with how dominant Moses and Gutho is, it's a bit of an awkward spot to be, Dylan Oh, Brown. for sure,
1: for sure. And like, when you look at how many assists Moses and Gutho have, like, there's only a certain amount of try assists per game. And if, if two people are having most of them, you're actually gonna ruin the momentum of a side by trying to get those assists. Um, now, don't get me wrong, watching his game, there are absolutely times when he can run the ball more or whatever, but you're right, he is in a team with such a dominant seven and one. Very hard to pull trices from those two guys.
0: We did our, uh, we did our top ten moments a few months ago and there was one from a Parramatta game and I was watching it and Dill, you know, Gutho finished the game with two trices. Uh, Gutho threw the pass on a three on two, but it was Dylan Brown that manipulated the entire line and threw it out to Gutho. Now on stats, you don't get a trices from that. But if you watch and just eyeball test it, you can see how effective Dylan Brown is. He's very much, don't get upset out there, he's very much in the category of Adam Reynolds of how he just doesn't get stats of what he does well. And that's why Parramatta have re-signed him and that's why he starts every single week. Brad Arthur is aware of it. I just, yeah.
1: And it's why his position is not under pressure.
0: Yeah, and do you remember how good Dylan Brown was when he was going good and he was cool off the field? Mm. Now that his stats... Slow up a little bit, same fucking narrative. Yeah. Yeah. Dyes his hair blonde, puts hats out there, does Instagram yeah. and look how quickly people turn on him. It's crazy. Don't worry about that he's the best defensive half in the competition. <laughs>
1: yeah. That's another thing. If like if you were to say they're best there are the best attacking six in the comp, you would be like, That's gun. Like, whoa, well, put him on a million dollars, rah rah. But if you say you're the best defensive, not just half, outside back in the NRL, that same excitement isn't there. And yet, you know, we all say, it's a cliche, what wins premierships? The fence. What do you got, Matt? Nothing? Um Now, Helam Lukey resigns until the end of 2025. I think this is a great re-signing by the Cowboys and a much-needed
0: win. Yeah, much-needed win, and good on him. I, I was nervous that he would leave, Uh, but well done to the Cowboys to keep him there. We're both very high on this kid. Uh, I think he's got huge potential. There's a couple of other back rollers that are very solid up there, but... Even if there are other guys that might be better than him, potentially, as people keep telling me, I know this kid's going to be a gun. So it's yeah, sure. Re-signing. And I just,
1: And I think also like he's big enough to play front row if he has to. Yeah. Bring him on for 20 minutes, get through a bunch of work, take him off. Like, So, yeah, I, I think he's going to be a high, high-quality player in the NRL.
0: His body shape as well. There's not many guys around like him. Yeah, for sure. So it's, it's a big win, for sure. Josh Curran re-signs until the end of 2024. 20, I think this
1: is just huge congratulations to Curran for going to the Warriors... And just being rewarded for having a red hot crack week in, week out.
0: Yeah, mate. I, I've said a few times to you, I watched him in reserve grade a couple of years ago and didn't think he'd make it. Mate, if he's not in my top five favorite forwards, I'm not here now. Yeah. I love watching Josh. Every Curran game play. you
1: notice him. Yep. You every every single game. Every game. And it might not be for the crazy players, it's just for those battle plays, all the little intricacies that you need as a NRL forward. So yeah, huge congratulations, Curran, and great re-signing for Warriors. I will say and we'll get to it. The Warriors forward pack really impressed me. Now, I understand that Storm probably had a lesser experienced side, but when the Warriors forward pack got on a roll, they were almost impossible to stop. And it was reminding me of Warriors of yesteryear, where it was like, if those big boys are up, you're fucked.
0: And I would argue your, their best forward still has to go in, Tohu
1: Harris. Yeah, true. so true. So true. So, yeah, Warriors... are. Um, look, they're doing all right. They're doing all right. Again, they're so hard to judge because the years where you think they should go good, they don't. And the years that you don't, they go good.
0: I will say this as well. Josh Curran, he's another um, Aussie guy who has never been to New Zealand before. For him to show the confidence to re-sign until the end of 2024, Mm. I think that's a really good sign for them. Yeah, for sure. I think there'd be other guys that, and you know, this was just my hunch that if there was the potential of them getting worried about going back to New Zealand, if one of their leaders and one of their best players is going, I'm all in here. Yeah. I'm I sure. think it's a great sign for them. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Well done to Curran. Well done to the Warriors as well. Good get.